Merry Christmas. Uh, This evening we're going to be looking in the book of Luke, chapter 2, verses 8 through 14, focusing on verses 13 and 14, if you'd like to turn there with me tonight. And that's Luke 2, 8 through 14. Tonight we're going to focus on this idea of peace. And if you're with us this morning, uh, this will be a complement to some of what Charlie shared about peace and what that can mean for us as shown and revealed in this Christmas account. And so Luke 2, 8 through 14 says the following, And in the same region there were shepherds out in the field keeping watch over their flock by night. And an angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were filled with great fear. And the angel said to them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. For unto you this day in the city of David is born a Savior who is Christ our Lord. And this will be a sign for you. You will find a baby wrapped in swaddling clothes and lying in a manger, and suddenly There was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace among those with whom he is pleased. Now this is an interaction between an angel and then many angels and shepherds. We initially see here an angel presenting a message to these shepherds about a, a message of good news that is coming to them. In fact, is unfolding as these angels are, this angel is uh, sharing with these shepherds. And then the scripture tells us that there is a multitude that shows up as if to clarify the magnitude of this monumental message. Now this word multitude uh, means something like a army encampment. And if you look at this idea of a multitude uh, through Revelation, it almost presents the idea that there were so many angels present proclaiming this message that a human mind wouldn't be able to fathom how many were present at that moment. And so as best you can, picture that. So many angels you can't count proclaiming a message, clarifying the message of the one angel, again saying the following, glory to God in the highest and on earth, Peace among those with whom he is pleased. Now, the King James Version uh, says, Peace on earth and goodwill toward men. Um, And since uh, the time of the King James writing, we've had uh, more manuscripts that have been found and have brought a little further clarity to what this phrase means. We see in the NIV, Peace to men on whom his favor rests. The NASB, peace among men with whom he is pleased. And again, the ESV, peace among those with whom he is pleased. Peace among those with whom God is pleased. Some of us have come this evening out of nostalgia. I'm one of those, other than I have a job to do. I enjoy this service, uh, probably one of my favorites of the year. Some of us have come here for tradition's sake. Some of us have come because we are paying God our due. 
at least we think. Some of us have come because our wife made us. Whatever is the case for you, I don't know why you're here specifically, but I do want you to know this, that the message of verse 14, the message of the multitude, is a message that was intended to echo throughout time for the shepherds and for everyone else who was willing to hear from that moment forward. For us tonight, we are given a message from these angels that they still proclaim this day, Glory to God in the highest and on earth, peace among those with whom he is pleased. God's peace comes to all with whom God is pleased. Peace in this verse means something like absence of war. But not just that war is over, but also that the parties have been reconciled that they have been brought together in communion, that they have a relationship that is healthy, growing. In our case, it means we were once enemies of God, or maybe this night continue to be enemies of God. And these angels are proclaiming a message of what it means to have peace with God, that we can be reconciled to him, that we can be joined with him in communion. That we can have a sense of love between us and our God. The support of God in our life is power, forgiveness, and peace forever. Tonight, as I said, I'm not sure what's brought you here, but I do know that some have come this evening in a state of war between us and God. And that war may manifest in our rebellion and our desire to live in a way that is inconsistent with the path God has laid out for us. Or it might lie in our lack of understanding about what God is doing in our life. We touched this morning on the fact that some have faced loss and challenge, and that's all the more potent during this season. And we wonder, what is God doing? And how can a faithful God allow this or that to happen? Or we're chasing our dreams instead of God's goals, or we're like shepherds and we're about our work, not really paying attention to what God's trying to do around us. And we need something to awaken us not unlike a multitude of angels to proclaim a message to shake us out of whatever's got our attention. As we ponder and we wonder, how can I be someone with whom God is well pleased, on who his favor will rest? How can I be the kind of person who has this kind of affection demonstrated to me from God? The angels give us clarification on the answer to that question. Glory to God in the highest. You see, God's favor and therefore his peace rests on those who bring him glory. The answer to the peace we seek, the truce between us and God, 
for the war that we rage against him, wage against him, is found in his favor resting on us, is found in bringing him glory. And how do we bring him glory? Well, the answer to that question, once lie in a manger and then walk the streets of Palestine and then was beat and put on a cross and died and was buried and rose and today is at the right hand of his father, willing and able to forgive our sin and to have communion with us, to lead us in this life, to have peace between us and himself. You see, nothing brings God glory like his son. And there is no way for us to bring God glory except for through his son. Glory to God in the highest and on earth peace among those with whom he is pleased. In order for us to be the kind of people with whom God is pleased, where his favor rests and we find his peace, we are called to glorify his name. And that's through knowing his son intimately and allowing him to lead us as Lord. Tonight is a night to reflect. Whatever the facts are of the Christmas story and whatever's brought you here, there's something about this night, this Christmas Eve night, every year. You may have traditions, you practice times of reflection or maybe study in the text, maybe prayers you pray or stories you read. There's something about this pause that beckons us to renewal, to celebration, to recommitment. It's a moment to reflect. And do you hear the angels proclaiming that echoing message that was intended for us to hear this night? Glory to God in the highest and on earth. Peace among those with whom he is pleased. Tonight as you celebrate the birth of our Savior tomorrow, as you spend time with your families, unwrapping gifts, singing songs, eating food, and whatever else you might do. The angels are calling you this night. Make peace with God. Draw a truce. Settle your warring. Bring his name glory by accepting his son and following him as Lord. In so doing, you'll find God is pleased with you. And this night you will find peace. Glory to God in the highest. Let us pray. Father God, we thank you for the message of the angels, a 2,000-year-old message that's just as clear tonight. We are called to glorify you. As we reflect in this season, Lord, help us to do more than just put our attention to our practice and tradition and family, but help us to acknowledge the calling you've placed on us, to recognize that a celebration of Jesus' coming in Bethlehem is more than just a beautiful story, but it's a calling to glorify you. 
God, for each of us here, whatever our warring may be, help us to find peace in salvation, in lordship, proclamation of your message. Above all else, God, we pray that you are glorified this night in the way we hear this word and acknowledge your presence, in the way we commit ourselves to honor you this day and the days ahead. Amen. I've asked uh, Billy to lead us in It Came Upon a Midnight Clear.